0: Valgor allowed himself to sigh quietly. From the dank crevice in which he had secreted himself, he could see nothing more than a slice of dim light near the opening from which he had entered Skull Cave. As soaked as his clothing was by the sudden rains, the condensation puddle he was sitting in almost felt dry. Among the earthy smells of the cavern was the subtle presence of wood burning, which the lad found pleasant, but it also concerned him. The Ickman, somewhere in the tunnels below, no doubt, was roasting his kill upon a spit. The boy could not help from imagining his own body glistening over the flames as a hideous creature turned him slowly, Heating his pudgy frame on all sides. Only the pain in his sword arm brought him back from that disappointing vision. The lad massaged his forearm looking for a wound, but found nothing. He wondered what Narwimble Wimble was doing that could take so long. He feared the worst, that Warlurk had taken the old man. Or worse than the worst, the unthinkable. Yet he was thinking it, that the enemy had struck the old man down and was now coming for Trafalgar. There was only the sound of water dripping from stalactites and the sound of Trafalgar breathing when he could remember to stop holding his breath. The quiet was unbearable, yet the lad bore it nonetheless. I am capable of more than I knew, he thought to himself. If I follow my training and rely on instinct, I may survive a bit longer. On the wind, the lad then caught a whiff of something foul. He heard no movement and yet he knew someone or something was nearby. When the whispery voice broke the silence, he was surprised to hear the tongue of his own people. The voice of the Ick Man startled him more for its ordinariness than for its abruptness. The creature was calm when it spoke. What are you doing here, boy? Trafalgar was afraid to respond but saw no other choice. I am hiding and I mean you no harm. <laughs> the Ick Man laughed. You do not look able to harm a flea, of which I have much experience. The thought gave the boy the itchy feeling of bugs crawling all over his skin. It also itched at his ego as the creature's comment rang true. Still, it angered him. The boy attempted to scold the creature. Looks like we're both hiding here, strange one. Perhaps you are infested with fleas, lice, and the gods know what else because you are as weak as I. <laughs> they have learned you well in words, little lord. Trafalgar was amazed the creature could know anything of his training. The terrifying notion occurred to the boy that perhaps the Ick Man had tunnels that ran under or even within the castle. Was this strange beast watching them, perhaps moving among them in the night? You assume many things, but are you not the fiend, Ick Man? Your stench gives you away, said the boy. It is as you say, child. I am the creature that dwells here with Lord, when I smell them, you have been bathed within a fortnight, the sweat and earth stripped from your flesh with lye, replaced with oil made of lilac. be but amazed by the creature's nose to smell such things within these dark tunnels the lad himself was overwhelmed with the bouquet of the freshly dug grave it is not safe for a young lord to be about said the lick man did you not hear the witch mage warlock himself laughing Indeed, said Drafalgar, conceding the point. I am fleeing from that very enemy even now. Warlark used his strange powers to teleport the sword from my hand as I wielded it. And my companion bid me hide here, despite the risk. The effects of his magic are very cruel. My sword arm aches from it. Such is his mark. Replied the creature. Just then the Ichman sniffed the air. What does an entity as foul as Wall? Want with the child's blade. It makes little sense. Makes little sense! Trafalgar found himself betraying himself by yelling. He should not let this thing know the gravity of the situation. The blade has some significance after all, said the Ick Man. It is curious to meet you this way. Whatever could you mean, asked the boy. There is no need to say it aloud. We both know who you are now. I already knew who I am, said the boy with some exasperation. Do you? I think you might learn that yet. De Falgar found that he was quite relaxed speaking with this creature. I will admit, for the Ickman, you are not very dreadful. <laughs> the creature laughed from his hiding place in the darkness. Tell me of your sword, lad. But surely you know Palander, said the boy with excitement and disbelief. The sword is legend itself. It is the blade my ancestor long ago stole from the winged serpent god Pithka. It is the sword used to lead an army of 5,000 over the ice to behead the ice chieftain. It was hidden inside of a block of cheese during the salt wars. My uncle Zulan IV used it to defeat the shrunken hags of Mallow Marsh. When my poor uncle was slain during a duel with sick lord Ixlo, my father took the sword for himself and pierced Ixlo in the eyes, draining the poison which bound the sick lord to the demon slog. My father, Pogtier, sealed his coronation as is custom by blessing Palander with a kiss, kneeling in the shallows of Lake Alomir. With this, Jafalgar used his thumb to swipe tears from the corners of his eyes. Hickman, I do not like calling you that. I was orphaned two springs ago when Lord Pogthyr was felled by a fever. I may be but 12 years and I may be unable, as you said, to hurt a flea, but Polander is my burden. As is the cave note, I would confess to being ashamed hiding in this cave. You may call me Ickman, child. It is a suitable name as any other. I too am ashamed to dwell under Skull Cave. That is my burden. The creature seemed to be pained as well when it spoke. Cry. Why do you not join me? Surely you are a good beast. Misunderstood. We could use your help to defeat Warlord. I must retrieve Belander. Trafalgar was surprised to find the Ickman close enough to place a slimy, strange hand upon the child's shoulder. I am bound to these caverns. I cannot go with you, but return to me when you are the victor. I would speak with you again. Narwimble comes now. And sure enough, the boy heard the shuffling of his aged friend, moving swiftly in his robes. The diminutive old man closed out the light altogether as he entered the crack in the earth. But thereafter a candle began to burn in the man's hand. The light was blinding at first, and when Trafalgar's eyes adjusted, he saw no sign of the Ichman who had departed as silently as he arrived. Narwimble! cried the boy. It is I, said the old man.